0: Hi, I'm Mark Tross. This is Greatest of All, Old Covenant New, Daniel chapter 2, verse 19, Becoming Best Friends with God. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision of the night, and Daniel blessed the God of heaven, Daniel chapter 2, verse 19. Do you know the solution to the human problem or condition? Daniel was in a fix, so he called upon his three friends, later to be thrown into the king's fiery furnace, so that they could all petition the Lord of heaven and interpret the times in which they lived, moved, and had their being. I honestly believe that each and every one of us has been given a hope, dream, and vision of, by and for God. But there is only one answer to our longing and searching for the fulfillment of it, and Jesus is the answer for the world today. Even in the deepest, darkest hours of our souls, God comes in and shines his glorious light of life. Daniel had night vision, and because God is no respecter of persons, we can too. The Gospel of John, the good news according to John, was written so that people would come to believe in, lean on, cling to, trust in, and rely on the Lord Jesus Christ, and the truth shall set you free. But the revelation of Jesus Christ, also written by John the beloved apostle, was a clear and precise vision of his glory, and the word of God declares He who the sun sets free is free in word and deed. Daniel was determined in his heart, mind, soul, spirit, and strength to set himself, his friends, and yes, even his enemies free from the peril set before them, should they not be able to interpret the king's dream. Alas, God revealed his secret, the mystery, and gave Daniel a vision in the night. Hope, in the future. Jeremiah the prophet said that God had a plan, an ultimate purpose for you and me. Paul wrote that this mystery has been revealed. Many say that no eye has seen nor ear heard the things that God has prepared for us. But I would say unto you today, these things have been revealed to us in Christ Jesus. He is the revelation of God to all mankind. Now that you know this, will you like Daniel Bless the God of heaven. Bless the name of the Lord forever and ever, because his glorious name, Jesus, is the name above all others. Wisdom, a gift of the Holy Spirit, and might are his, yet he chooses to share his glory with us. Jesus has made us one in the Spirit and one in the Lord God Almighty. He changes the times and the seasons, but he ever remains the same. He removes kings and sets up kings. He removes our sin as far as the east is from the west and calls us to be kings and priests forever to rule and reign with him. He gives us wisdom and the Holy Spirit leads and guides us into all truth and understanding so that we can determine the times in which we live. Daniel chapter 4 verse 35 He reveals the deep secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. Job 15.8, Psalm 25.14, Matthew 6.6, Daniel 2.22. God has given the revelation of Jesus Christ, the vision of His glory, to all who would choose to read, listen to, or look at His word of spirit and truth. The Bible shows us the deepest and secret things of God. He bears His heart and also reveals the truth and spiritual condition of the heart and soul of men. He knows us better than we know ourselves. After all, He created us and knit us together, as one, in our mother's womb. It is when we come to know our own spiritual darkness, see the need for salvation, deliverance and healing, that we repent, turn from our wicked ways and He comes to dwell, tabernacle with us and shines His ever-loving light on, in and through us, for all to see." Think and praise the three in one, our friend, hope, dream, vision, secret and mystery revealed, unveiled, so that we can now enter boldly into his holy of holies and make known to others the solution to our problem. Notice, the word problem is singular. It is not your drinking, smoking, drugs, sex, or any other problem that separated you from the love of God, but it is your sin. The sin issue was taken care of, fully paid for and settled on the cross of Calvary. So why choose to walk in it any longer and stray farther from God? We can trade our worst in for his best. He will give you his glorious beauty for your ashes, the Holy Spirit oil of joy for your mourning. His tender mercies are renewed each and every morning and his vision of light to dispel any and all darkness. Jesus is the mystery revealed, the very heart of the Father, and he has made known to us what it is that shall be soon in the latter days at the end of days. These things shall come to pass, so let us take the message of God's hopes, dreams, and visions to all in Jesus' name. Job chapter 42 verse 7. Developing your friendship with God. After the Lord had spoken the previous words to Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against you and against your two friends, for you have not spoken of me the thing that is right, as my servant Job has. Job 42 verse 7 Considering the fact that judgment begins at the house of God, should we not all think before we open our mouth to speak? Job's so-called friends were basically windbags for their own discourses and not spokespersons for the almighty all-seeing all-knowing ever-present god who created our known universe and everything in it take note of the long suffering endurance and patience of god while waiting for mankind to come around support and encourage their spiritual brother job in his time of need yes There were instances in the New Covenant where our Lord and Savior clearly stated that those who were ill or infirmed had brought such things on themselves. But when asked by his disciples, which we are all called upon to be, who sinned, this man or his parents, Jesus exclaimed, no one. But that particular man was born blind for the glory of God to be revealed. After God spoke to Job, he loathed his words, abhorred himself, and repented in dust and ashes. Has God really spoken to you lately? Have your spiritual eyes been opened to really see the true and living God? Eliphaz and his friends, with friends like this who needs enemies, had some repenting of their own to do, and there was clearly some restitution to be made. My servant Job shall pray for you, For I will accept his prayer, that I deal not with you after your folly, said God. Imagine, Christians not speaking of God the things which are right. Sure, there are plenty of Iliphazes in this present world of darkness today, but we would all do well to look into God's mirror, His word, will, and way, to really see where we are standing. Are we firmly placing our feet on the solid rock or still playing childish games in the shifting sandbox? Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar all had to offer up sacrifices and fellowship offerings according as the Lord commanded of them before the Lord accepted Job's prayer. And it was then and only then that God restored Job's fortunes twice as much as he had before. The Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginnings. Are you looking to receive the latter days blessings of God? Are you willing to go through the distressing calamities that the Lord had brought upon Job? Oh yes, James and John declared to Jesus that they could drink the cup that he was about to take down to the very dregs. As children of Abraham, our father of faith, are we, as his seed, willing to fall into the ground and die? This is what is required of us, according to the Lord's commandments. Job would not curse God and die, as his wife told him to do, but he was willing to stand, or in the instance, sit, and receive whatever the Lord would pass through his hands and allow to enter into Job's eternal, everlasting, abundant resurrection life. He experientially knew who he had believed in and was persuaded that he would stand before his Maker In the flesh, someday, on that day, face to face, are you? We must all give an accounting of what we have done. The word of God declares that in the past, God spoke through Moses, but today, which is the day of salvation, Yeshua, God has spoken and is speaking to us through and in his son Jesus. Are we ready, willing, wanting, and able to obey the commands of God? Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey my commands. And he has also commanded or commissioned us to go into all the world, teaching everyone to obey all his commandments. Do you hear, O Israel, what the Holy Spirit of God is saying to his church, the body of Jesus Christ today? God's soon-and-coming wrath is kindled against all, including our families and friends who have not spoken of Jesus and the things that are right regarding Him and salvation, true spiritual faith in His holy and precious name. There is no true salvation without true biblical repentance, not just remorse. John the Baptizer preached it, Jesus taught it, and Peter brought healing to the nations on the day of Pentecost by proclaiming it, repentance and forgiveness of sins in Jesus' holy and precious name. Believe in the written and living word that he has spoken to us in these last days and through his word, will, and way. We shall receive his complete and total restoration and blessings, the fortunes of God in these latter days. Submit to his authority. Put yourself under the lordship of Jesus Christ and allow him to use whatever comes your way for his and your good in Jesus' name. Job chapter 7, verses 17 to 21. Developing your friendship with God. What is man that you should magnify him and think him important, and that you should set your mind upon him? Psalm 8, verse 4. And that you should visit him every morning and try him every moment. How long will your plaguing glance not look away from me? Nor you let me alone till I swallow my spittle. If I have sinned, what harm have I done you, O oh, you watcher and keeper of men? Why have you set me as a mark for you, so that I am a burden to myself and you? And why do you not pardon my transgression and take away my iniquity? For now shall I lie down in the dust, and even if you will seek me diligently, it will be too late, for I shall not be. Job chapter 7 Verses 17 to 21. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of earth-born man that you care for him? Psalm 8 verse 4. Hindsight is 2020. So let us see how we can answer Job and the countless questions of many others without playing the fool like his friends. All of humankind is God's creation and yes, he is mindful of us. His thoughts towards us are more than the grains of sand on the seashores. God so loved this world that he sent his one and only begotten Son to die for everyone in it, as the Son of earth-born woe man and the Son of God. Does he still care for his children? He longs to gather us up together under the shadow of his mighty wings, like a mother hen gathers her chicks. We are the sheep of his pasture, under the tender loving care of the good shepherd of our soul. God so magnifies mankind, he lifts us up and seats us in heavenly places with him, that even the angels of heaven long to look in on the things that God does with, in, upon, through, and among us, each and every day. How important are we? You are worth more than many sparrows. Even the very hairs, or lack thereof, on your head are numbered. He wishes, above all else, that none would perish, but that all would come to true spiritual repentance in Jesus' holy and precious name. Do you know that God visits you each and every morning? That's what the Word of God says to us today. His tender mercies are renewed on a regular, ongoing, day-to-day basis. Should we not all take full advantage of that? Trying sounds like such a harsh word at times, but God says Taste and see that the Lord is good. The Holy Spirit wants us to experientially know that God is good all the time. Try to outgive God and He promises to pour out blessings from heaven. All good things come down from God out of heaven that you cannot contain. Try using the mind of Christ that he has given you and see that you will grow in the grace, wisdom, and knowledge of your Father who is still seated on the throne of heaven. Try breathing in the Holy Spirit, the breath of eternal, everlasting, abundant resurrection life, each and every moment, and experience the truth of God's holy and precious word. Don't panic. Take a good swallow and know that Jesus took all the curses and judgments of hell, your sins and mine, upon himself at the cross of Calvary, so that we are no longer under the curses of the old covenant law when we put our faith in him. It was King David who made it very clear that when he sinned, he not only caused offense against Bathsheba, but her husband, their child, and most definitely God. Watchmen, what of the night? The keeper of our soul tells us that his light has banished the darkness, and we can now walk in his glorious light. Are you weak, weary, and heavy laden? He will carry us because Jesus has hit the mark. So all we have to do is put our faith and trust in the work that he has already accomplished. He has completely and totally pardoned our transgressions and taken away our iniquities through his perfect, sinless life, death, and resurrection power. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. As long as we have this present life, there is hope. It's not too late. And should the Lord tarry, he will raise all from the dead from the dust of the ground, and every true believer shall meet together with him in the clouds and be forever with him in glory because of the holy and precious name of Jesus. Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 7. But Jeremiah said, O Lord, you have persuaded and deceived me, and I was persuaded and deceived. You are stronger than I and have prevailed. I am a laughing stock all the day. Everyone mocks me. Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 7. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. How many of you reading this are weeping prophets? Imagine preaching the word of God for all of your spirit-filled life and never bringing a single convert to the Lord. People would surely talk or crying out in the wilderness for God's people to humble themselves before Him and turn from their wicked ways, but only to find the church of God divided, nearly destroyed, and his chosen ones sent off into bondage and captivity. You too just might feel unduly persuaded and slightly deceived. But I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Satan, the accuser of the brethren, is the deceiver. This is clearly spelled out in God's holy and precious word. But even the best of us, the very elect, sometimes still put the blame on a righteous, just, and holy God, who judges rightly and still loves his creation, so much that he gave his one and only begotten Son, Jesus. Too many today still choose Babylon to die and be buried, alive even, with all their friends, really, living the lie. Though true believers, men and women of God, may still choose to speak the truth in love, there will always be complaints, shouting, violence, destruction, reproach, and derision, the darkness trying to take over the light. But these things shall not always be, because the Prince of Peace shall surely come soon and bring the enemies of God to naught. For those of us who have the burning, consuming, Holy Spirit fire of God shut up in our bones, It cannot be contained any longer. Woe to us if we preach not the gospel of God in Christ Jesus. After you have done all that you can to stand, stand therefore, God, because he will surely see you through the fire and the flood. You shall come forth as gold. The Lord is with us, even to the end of the ages, as a mighty and terrible one. Hear, O Israel, Therefore, our persecutors will stumble and they will not overcome us. They will be utterly put to shame for they will not deal wisely or prosper in their schemes. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. When you and I reveal and commit our cause to God, we will see his vengeance on the wicked, maybe not in this life, but surely in the eternal everlasting life to come. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord. For he has delivered the life of the poor and needy from the hand of evildoers. Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 13. Notice, the word of God says, he has delivered. This is a reality. More than any TV show could ever present, that perhaps we have not yet seen. But through faith, it is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things yet unseen. Jesus went to the cross of Calvary nearly 2,000 years ago to die in our stead and proclaimed, It is finished. Have any of you heard the fat lady sing yet? No, but we do look up because we experientially know that our redemption draweth nigh. Jesus is coming again soon, and his return to the planet Earth is definitely closer now than when we first believed in, leaned on, clung to, trusted in, and relied on his holy and precious name. All of God's precious promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. God will deliver all who call upon the name of Jesus and restore all that the locusts have eaten, all of the treasures and precious things that the enemy plundered, seized, carried off, stole, killed, or destroyed. Jesus is the Redeemer to the uttermost, and He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that you or I could ever ask or think. Believest thou this? The Lord will give all that is necessary into your hands when you play the game by His rules and regulations, lock, stock, and barrel. So come into the house of the Lord, listen intently to his prophetic word, will, way, and whenever terror, whispering, defaming, or slanderer seems to be on every side, remember that God is the rock, the firm foundation of your sure salvation in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Next time, we'll be talking about developing your friendship with God, Out of Ruth chapter 1, verse 20, Old Covenant New.